Hello there, welcome to Bill With It, it's episode number 59 with me, your host, Adna, and my co-host, Amelia! Hello, why are you saying it like that? It's my new voice, my new way of doing it. I don't like it. Diving straight in, this week... Oh my god! <laughs> I'll just go for it. Not messing about. This week we had a tweet come in, you know about it, Dan, the quality Dan, on Twitter. Okay. He said, who are BWI podcasts and why do they have such pleasure in bashing EastEnders Weekly, the much more established, and let's be honest, Better podcast. He then went on to say, YouTube has a tendency to autoplay tripe that I don't want to listen to. Ooh. I mean, you couldn't even hit the three minute mark before you took a swipe at them. Come on. So currently we're roughly 45 seconds in. EastEnders Weekly, bit of shit, aren't they? Feel free to tweet at us whenever you want. I just love hearing from the fans. Ugh, the just... quality, Dan. Uh, I'm going to dive straight back in. It's the Reddit time. Good. The Reddit time. The, the popular feature, the Reddit time. We kind of need to workshop a new name for that, I think. <laughs> uh, so we've got a few here. Again, nothing too great, but maybe some conversation starters. Mm. Yeah. This is why I stay off Reddit. It's not because I'm terribly lazy. It's because I, uh, it's because I want the conversations. Again, we don't use any of the actual uh, conversations we have on our Reddit page, which is r forward slash true EastEnders. We hop over to the EastEnders main page. Not and, EastEnders uh, main page, the, just the other EastEnders page. <laughs> the more established and frankly better <laughs> EastEnders page. We hop over there and see what they're chatting about, because usually it's a load of old tripe. First off, how long is Ben going to have those scratches on his face? Been a while, EastEnders. You're slacking on little things. Well, I mean, he was, like, you know, getting into arguments and fights, and um, scars take ages to heal, guys. That's why they're called scars they're um sometimes they never heal he wants them off and he wants them off quicker i mean i'm not a doctor i'll be the second person to tell you to tell you this i'm not a doctor but in my infinite years of experience i'd say that um i don't hate him in fact they make him look hardened honey and habs Ooh, are very similar i like don't that you think? i like that shortening habs 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 and Huns. are they similar i mean yeah i mean they're both quite concerned with how they look they're both attracted to a scumbag um, they both both work in customer service. Daily Star, you heard it here first. They are indeed quite similar. Could be they be the same person. Is that like a new storyline? Maybe, but we haven't got time to take these left turns anymore. We've got to get straight in with the hard content. We're okay. taking a leaf out of EastEnders Weekly's book. We're just going to talk about the storyline. Yeah. We're just going to walk everyone, take everyone's hands. We'll hold hands together. Are we still going to we'll do walk... our features, though? No, no, no. What? We walk straight through the square and tell them exactly what they've already seen I this week. I want to do bear off, though. Oh, but we can't. We haven't got time. Moving on. Uh, again, this is the same person tweeting all three of these, uh, posting all three of these things on Reddit. Who Jasmine Armfield looked beautiful in tonight's episode. Who is Jasmine Armfield? Well, I'll tell you what. I saw on the on the train this week. Oh, Bex! It's Bex from EastEnders. Um, the show I... we talk about. <laughs> She's a, she's all right. I mean, I I don't think she ever looks bad. I don't think she ever looks amazing. Another post for <laughs> oh my you. God, we have to, There's no I'm time for conversation I'm here. Getting dizzy. You <laughs> have to, like wait like fast. This one speed. just entitled "Sausage Surprise." Okay, I mean, I'm still annoyed over that time when Jean was staying with Shirley and made her sausage surprise. Mm. She's made it before many times, and we know it consists of sausages, tomatoes. And lots, lots of onions. However, when she made it for Shirley and Linda, it was just sausage, beans and mash. Almost like the writers didn't even care about keeping the consistency. I hope they can rectify this as soon as possible. Because as it stands, it is a pretty disgraceful thing to do. Oh my god. Um, I think that sausage, like the word surprise, probably lets Jean off the hook. The yeah. fact that like... Sausages are always going to be the main component. They're the constant. But the surprise is that she's just going to What's chuck anything it? else in. Yeah, could be pasta one week. So, I mean, could be mash. Yeah, could be onions. So like the, the when Lots she's of living them. with the Carters, I assume she can afford the luxuries like beans and potatoes. But when she's yeah. living with the Slaters, it probably is tin tomatoes no, and brown onions. Exactly. So With the, with the Carters, downstairs, grab a pint, in that goes. I mean, to be fair, All if together. she goes over to the Beals, it'll probably be like sausages Fish. with a side of gold. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, fish too. <laughs> fish would Over at the Masoods, it's sausage curry. This is what they do. It's anywhere, really. Over to Dots, it's sausage and cigarette ash. It's just whatever. And Jesus! And, and the Bible! <laughs> <laughs> All in a pot, stirred up together. Yum, yum, yum. Sausage surprise! 
last Reddit post. Where would Martin and Stacey go? And with what money? And for how long? If they actually were considered to be guilty, I'd assume it'd have to be forever. Are they going to live in the woods and eat nuts and berries? Good idea. Let's Skeleton Prime asking the hard-hitting questions here. Will Stacey and Martin, and the kids of course, mm. all live in the woods and eat nuts and berries? Amelia. Yes. Next question. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> We're going to dive straight into the square now. Okay. Wow. I'm okay. stopping. Wow. I'm the world right now. Listen to it. Look what happens when you get in a new game and you don't want to spend that long editing. It's the Carters. Yay. They're back, everyone. They're back and they're going into any storyline that'll have them. I Right. I'm going to say straight off the bat, I don't like Linda in this storyline. Why has she become the mouthpiece for disabled children? I or... don't hate her. I think she's been given a really hard job. <laughs> sort of overhearing other people's conversations and going, Oi! Just because you're downs don't mean you're different. Well, I don't think that leaving. what Ruby was doing was right either, to be honest. Like, no, I don't. I don't was, agree with it. Like, if it was any other kid, then Ruby had just been like, Good, shut the hell up. It's weird that this role has been given to Linda, just because a couple of weeks ago, her son might be autistic. I don't disagree with Linda having to do it. I just feel like there's more, like, kind of... There's more natural ways of going about this kind of, like, development for Linda as a mother rather than having to eavesdrop over, like, blatantly <laughs> wrong conversations. Like, she... like what she Over private conversations? Yeah, God like, knows what people would think if they had my private conversations. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't really know whether Carter's doing it at the moment. They they don't really have a clear storyline for either, to be them. Like, we've got... The, the summary of this week was... Mick's a bad dad. We'll get into that in a second. Mm. Then he had like a, a panic attack slash heart attack. I'm assuming it's a panic attack because he I got back up. I think it is up. a heart attack. A panic attack, yeah. Um, Mitch is going, go to hospital, mate. Linda rings up and goes, oh, I need you home. I've got some bad news. It's either going to be she's got breast cancer again or the son is autistic. One, well, two, can't be anything else. Don't care in a way. And then we've got Linda going, oh, don't be bad on the kids. We've also had Tina um, just... Everyone in the Carter family can't hold a business like without each other. So Tina's got Mick. Tina's having icons night, and she looks like she looked like Morticia Adams to me. So don't please don't tell me that she dead set looked like shit. But she's over dead there having night. having icons night. She calls Mick um, and says, "Can you come and do a shift? Can anyone come and do a shift?" Yeah. So then, what was the point of this? Was this just the storyline to get let's get Danny Dyer dressed up as a woman again? People love that. They go mental on Twitter for it. Basically, because why can't Tina call Kathy, the, the owner, or, you know... <laughs> Kathy never, this is never there. But she's constantly asking people to quickly just pull a shift for her. She's asked halfway and stuff, hire a new barman. Like, if, if you're making that much money to the point where you're pulling punters over from an established place like the Queen Victoria, then hire a new bar staff member. Like, anyone will do it for you. Anyone would love that storyline. We've got Shirley... Uh, she's just bummed off the pub now. She's gone, taking a step back. To the point where they're, they're so desperate for help and she goes, don't wake her anymore. So Ollie was meant to be being watched by Mick, ran out into the street, was following a truck, a little toy truck, yeah. and almost get hit by a car. Stu grabs him, yeah. and then like the entire Carter clan just like descends in <laughs> madness. But if they were all around to the point where they could easily see Stu pick him up, why did none of them grab him before the car backed over him? They like to make their own storyline. You were about to put him in that boot, weren't you? <laughs> like, not one of them said thank you, and I just feel like, I mean, I know that everyone's all down on Stu at the Carters, but, like, you could have at least gone, thanks. Or just nodded. Just a yeah. silent nod. Or just not screamed abuse at him. Uh, other things that I picked up on were uh, Linda not giving Shirley local news right at the beginning of the week. Oh, why didn't you tell me Phil was in a coma or something? I don't know what it was. But the yeah. other thing I picked up on was uh, that Shirley said to Linda, it's not like Kathy's drawers going missing. Is that a storyline that actually happened? <laughs> no, it, it was like a joke, like, you know, that that's like the level of local news that, like, Kath, that uh, oh, Shirley was asking for. I would so just to... enjoy that storyline, though. I want that storyline. That's what we need. We didn't need Jean and Kat this week. We needed no. that removed, and in comes Kathy's knicker stealer. But to the point where, like, that's so harsh, like, Phil was attacked by someone they don't know who it was yet. He's in a coma. He's, like, badly beaten. His family are all upset he's about to have a baby and become a grandfather. And Linda likens it to the same level of news as someone stealing um, a neighbour's underpants. And can we get back to that? Because <laughs> if anyone in the square was to steal Kathy's knickers, who would it be, Amelia? 
Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I can see him sniffing he's got Kathy's the time. nippers. I don't think he's sniffing it. I think he's got the time. He's got the um, boredom. He doesn't really know what he does, so he just like plays little tricks on people sometimes. Either that, or it could be like, uh, do you remember that little drug guy that stole the money from Max? Oh yeah, good. Because Kathy does keep her knickers in a tin under the kitchen sink. Why? So he comes in, out come the knickers. Of <laughs> do you think he's Off wearing he briefs or uh, boy shorts? Kathy, Kathy yeah. Bill. Uh, I think I think she's got some nice lingerie. Oh, I think wow. they're quite skimpy. Since she was dating Masood for that time. She got them for Masood, but now it's all dried up, so she still wears them. Oh, Comfy. yeah, makes it feel it's good. expensive stuff. Yeah, fair fair. Just Can't just put it away. Why? She ain't got long left either, so might as well enjoy it while she can. Why didn't Martin ask Robbie to take over the store? He's got literally nothing else to do. Why is Shrimpy covering, like, thousands of stalls? So Shrimpy has heaps of jobs, and, um, and Robbie doesn't have any. I feel I... like that's just, like, one of the injustices... <laughs> He's the bin man. Yeah, a bit. Give him a proper job. I love that, where Kush said to... Uh, I don't know who he said it to. It's weird seeing Shrimpy cover Martin's stall. I know, stool. what? Is it? No. He's always covering Martin. <laughs> He's on Martin's stall more it's than Martin. It's weird to see Martin serving someone a bag of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mention it last week either. When, um, when Martin was leaving and Kush was there, and Martin said to Kush, uh, you're right to cover my stall though, aren't you? For how long? How yeah. long are you going? <laughs> how am I getting the profits to you? How am I, take, am I taking over your bills and like your ordering? The ordering, have I got to do all that sort of stuff? Like, yeah. Because I've got, cause I've like, got to set my store and do my and stuff. And your insurance as well, does that cover? Am I, am I covered? Like who's paying the rates? Am oh. I just taking your profits or am I sending them to you? There's a lot of unanswered questions. I'd love to know like also, because I asked you this week, um, I thought that store was Ian's. Like, famously, the, the fruit and vegetable is Ian's. That's, like, his first thing. You have asked me this, and I genuinely don't know. So if anyone out there does know, I'm looking at you, Alison, mm. our EastEnders historian. Of course. Does Martin actually own that store? Did he buy it off Ian? Or... He must have. I could Google it, but I'm not going to. He must have bought enough. it at one stage, because it's not... He can't... With what money? Yeah, but, I mean, Ian's not... I'll well, give maybe... you three sheepskin jackets for it. Maybe... Four. What's Pauline's husband's name? Mr. Fowler. Mr. Fowler. Maybe Mr. Fowler left... Martin some money to set himself up. Arthur, because he's yeah. named after... The bench. <laughs> Stacey loved that bench when she was pregnant. And, and now, uh, what's his name? Stabby Stab likes that bench now too. Well, no, they're different Sha- Shaquille. Are they different benches? No, I think Shaquille's bench is well, now Arthur's bench. they both the same bench. I think, I, God, I think we talked East about crack out to a new bench. There's more than one bench in that square. Yeah, dedicate different benches. I'm sure... <laughs> Uh, back to Kathy's knickers. Um, no, not back to Kathy's knickers. Whoa, 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 whoa. I've got to put this to the, the audience. Who do you think out of the square would steal Kathy's knickers, given the chance? And what kind of knickers do you think she's wearing? <laughs> Amelia, she's gone with Robbie. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying I think Robbie would. I don't think she's doing it as a perv way. I think that he's doing yeah. it just because he's got nothing else on. I also think school holidays. I reckon Denny might do it as well. Yeah, again, not for anything like sexy, just to kind of like no, just, something to do. Yeah. Uh, or Keanu, he likes to have a woman. He might do it for sexy reasons. Well, he's got a, some other stuff to he's think about this week. He's got some other storylines, so yeah, you're right. Uh, so, if you know or think you know who would steal Kathy's knickers, <laughs> then do tweet us, email us. I'll put a poll up Is with some suggested Linda? names. Is it Linda? And that's how she knows about it, and no one else knew about it. It wasn't a story because it was a secret. Oh, who smelt it, dealt it. Yeah. We've solved the case. We've broadchurched it. Why is she on the Nickies? Doesn't she have her own? She just likes what Lynn, what uh, what Kathy has. How does she know what she has? She watches her through the window. Well, okay. <laughs> Mix tech meltdown. Do you when he was paying this bill, the tax bill or something? Again, this is a storyline. Usually when Mick's on TV, I'm like tuned in. I'm loving this it. This was hard to watch. The last few times he's been on it, I'm just like... Oh, they've dressed him up as a girl again. Yeah, they keep doing that, and it's like, yeah, it was funny the first time. The second time, okay, we get it. This is like the eighth time he's done it since being on it. Like, yeah. Okay, funny. It's it's. And Nick, they didn't even really Dyer, give him the focus. Notorious he was just man. in the back background, dressed up as. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, you're right. It's just boring. They just don't know what they're doing. And as far as his anxiety attacks are going, probably like, giving it to him. I mean, why? Why didn't they flare up in prison? Like, I know paying a bill is very stressful. I get that. But, I mean, he just seems to have a lot more stressed, like, stressful incidents happen in the past. I don't see how this is pushing him over the edge. 
And also, why is Linda not noticing? Like, because panic attacks are pretty... They're pretty crazy, and they're and he pretty... keeps rubbing his nipple. Well, they're pretty hard. They're pretty hard to not see. Do you know what I mean? To the point where they're quite like disturbing if you see one. So why is Linda just looking at her husband, who's grabbing himself, sweating profusely, like holding onto the side and stuff, and going, "Can you change the barrel, doll?" <laughs> or coming onto him as well. She's like, "Since you're all sweaty, well, I'm sweaty for it because of my panic attack, darling, not because I'm uh, I'm turned on." Can we get some like slow central music set to? Mick Carter rubbing his nipple. Maybe Mario, Let Me Love You. Ooh, love that song. Mick bringing out uh, a coffee for halfway and like going, giving it to him and then saying, two and a half quid. And then waiting and then going, but don't worry. I know, it was like, it's it's kind of like he wanted people to know that he was doing a good thing. Like, it was between that and him announcing two and a half quid, two and a half quid. <laughs> Who says two and a half? Two fifty. Two, two and a half grand. Maybe two and a half. He's, maybe he's yeah, used to dolphin in the big money, money. But two and a half quid. I think that he just wanted to let the other patrons know that he was doing such a, a charitable thing. Because if he just brought out a coffee, people might have been like, "Oh, it's free." Yeah, look maybe around. He, maybe he's in the services or something. Two and a half. But quid, no. that two and a half. Giving it away free. So just make sure you come back here. Mick Carter giving away for free. Giving back to the community. I'm gonna spin the wheel. What did gonna, we land on? Gonna, gonna, we're crossing over to like Billy and all that lot. Uh, Billy, uh, Honey, Adam, Habiba, Habiba Boo. So true. I want to say first of all, I'm, I'm annoyed because I made a prediction. I didn't write it anywhere, but it came true. I mean, listeners of the show can believe that because I've done it week in, week out. It's just something I do. Of you know, it's just, it's just something I do. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I said when Habiba was faking being ill, I said, ah. Oh, She's going to bring down that duvet and Adam's going to be under there. You now, she was, that. I can he wasn't. That. Yep. He wasn't. But then, two or three scenes later, they're having it off in the in the front room. Ikra comes back in. And he hides under the doona. What? Why, Why did he have to stand there? He should just sit yeah. there and go, oh, I just came and see how she was. Or I just came to find your aunt and uncle, but they weren't here. Instead, like, he hid under the duvet. And it, was it just so he could just do this show for Ikra because he's got a bit of dirt on her? And he can go... See you later. No, I think Habiba. he didn't know who it was. Habiba boo. So I think maybe he didn't know, like, maybe it would have been, like, if he, if it was um, Ashad, he would have had to make up some reason why he was <laughs> Why was that? What was the reason No, be? no, no, like, why he I was I like there being under here. No, no, no. It makes me feel safe. So if it was Ashad, he'd have to turn around and go, oh, I came to see you about nothing. It would have been better for saying that, because he could have yeah. just said, I came to see how Habiba was, rather than hiding under a duvet on the sofa and a ball being because, revealed I mean, and it was obvious going, that he was there as well because like I don't know how many people's how many people have like insanely lumpy sofas but I can tell if someone's underneath the blanket or not do you know what I mean imagine a shark coming in going what's going what's, what, why are you here why are you under the I get duvet? anxious sometimes and I just like I heard to... the door go had to hide <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw a tooth down there I was just trying to get in there and you know god I love the smell I just wanted to try and pick that scent that you're using for your laundry detergent <laughs> we've just had Habiba and Adam on this roller coaster where Habiba desperately wants you know Adam to be hers I have no idea why because he's just shown like, when he first came on the scene we were all like what Hey, he's taking honey to a nice uh, jazz restaurant. Quite kind, quite nice. You know, connected, likes Billy and his like likes Tiani's kids. Likes but Billy. Actually, no one likes Billy. <laughs> he, he gives Billy a fair go now, though. He used to, yeah. yeah. He did, but um, but now all we see is we just see someone who's lying, who's really manipulative, who's rude, who's like quite um quite aggressive as well like when Habiba actually said at the bar when she was ending things because she does go on to say now nah, I'm not interested anymore oh yeah he gives like a he, he kind of grabs her almost and goes you won't say anything to anyone which is you know alarming as well because like you don't want anyone to just twist like that so he has been just turned into someone awful and I don't get why Habiba and Honey both are pursuing him Amelia as a strong independent woman how do you feel so about Habiba coming in in that very I'm going to say sexy number. Oh, she looked beautiful, yeah. Uh, leaning over the table and giving Adam the old heave-ho. I loved it. I loved that she finally realised that she was better than Adam, who's sitting at the table. And she dressed well for it. She wanted to show him everything that he was missing. And then in the end, she also... She didn't... 
She didn't strike off, she didn't skulk off, she went just to honey, he's all yours. So she let that seed of she left that seed of doubt behind with her. I was very impressed. And that was this week's Real Talk with Bill with it. That's the new feature I'm bringing in. Like, oh, I real talk. We should do some like like a you know a bit where we talk seriously and we go, oh, strong in feminism. I'm always talking racism, um, other issues, uh, poverty. Of course. And we just we talk about it and then when people come and leave a comment and say, Oh, they're just they're just slamming the show, I can go back and say, Well, go on to episode fifty nine. 20 odd minutes in. Are you responding to everyone that's slamming? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write personal notes. Go back to this at uh, this specific timestamp and you'll hear us talk about feminism and strong independent women in the show. Actually, I just want to do this. I want to do this segment just for our listeners because they they're the highbrow <laughs> of our society. We had a scene where uh <laughs> Billy comes into the flat mm. and Janet's Got a boyfriend now, apparently. Dom, Dom Bradshaw. Dom Bradshaw. Bloody, bloody good bloke. Yeah. Dom Bradshaw. Seems like a nice fella. <laughs> nice guy. They're having a fake marriage, which Adam is very heavily involved in. Not sure why. Well, it's, it's a bit you strange. Know, like, it's, it's a bit young for them, but that's okay. But I mean, like, what Billy freaks out about is that, first of all, that she's getting married. She's not getting married. <laughs> he doesn't understand. Also... He doesn't compute. Why was my invite? <laughs> Who is Tom Bradshaw? <laughs> but not even that. Like, I do understand that he's quite upset at, you know, the kids playing around with the wedding ring and the probably engagement quite, ring. Probably quite expensive for but, him, yeah. yeah they are. They... It was a Hamibo <laughs> ring, and those packets are 99p. True. And he hasn't got that much money to but not even that. Like, splash. He, he probably might want to, like, you know, take it back honey <laughs> and sell it. Give it to Lola. Like, why is why has Honey still got it as well? And uh, there's a play thing for Janet. Uh, Janet, the DJ now, of course, as of well. Of course, she's a DJ now, Do you want to talk about the DJing? Um, so we had Ruby going over because the music was out of control at Honey and Adam's. To which Honey opens the door and goes, oh, ha- you know, Janet's just in her DJing phase at the moment. And... <laughs> Was that a direct quote? DJing phase? She's just really into DJing right now. We're trying to support her with it. She's done it, at, <laughs> she's done it at summer camp or something. I was like, what? What kind of summer camp? Everyone's like, okay, guys, huddle over here with the decks. We're going to learn about DJing, everyone. <laughs> well, it's great because Habiba came over a few weeks ago. She said, I've got a contact at Dark. Oh, true. Yeah. Salim, of course. He comes in. He says, I can hook you up. You want to do a set, Janet? Janet's up there in Dark. She's headlining. She's loving it. She's loving That's it. She plays she a bit Dom, of Room 5. Yeah, of course yeah. they did. They got together at Dark. Heavy at Dark, yeah. Everyone gets together at Dark. Of course. That's what Dark's and, all uh, about. So I'm just really excited for Ruby to take over the PR for Janet. <laughs> Lil, Lil Janet Mitchell. Lil J. Lil J. <laughs> Lil J, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna have a go, but I find it's funny. Chachi's mugging. What, and not even picked up. Was that a real mugging and they just happened to catch it on camera? Well, no, I, why did I do a second take for this? Was it such a last minute storyline they didn't bother? Because did you notice how much of a fumble the mugger she had really to, she had missed to it like... the first time. She missed the necklace the first time. It's quite sad. And then she took a second. Also, she just like rolled past on the bike and I like, took a second look and went, I'll I'm have that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and Chachi's just going, oh no, my husband gave that to me. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> please give that back. Actually, I didn't notice. She didn't say anything. She even just kind of wanted to go back to normal. They kind of commented, oh, you look really tired. But even then she was like, nah, don't worry about it. It may as well have been the same guy that stole Max's money. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not going to be picked up Do you think it's on. all the same gang and they're just going back and like they've got a pile of like EastEnders treasure? And Kathy's knickers. Of course. <laughs> well, no, we know that's Linda. Yeah. I love the idea of there being like, because we did call the, the gang the magpies. Yeah, we did. They're so like I would love like a gang that just go around stealing stuff. And we get a shot one day of, oh, that um, that crack house that's at the end of the road for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. And they get a shot in there and all like hunched around like a big pile of stuff. I wonder if that crack house has been sold and renovated yet. And it's like Phil Mitchell's jacket. It's uh, the mu- pile of money from Max. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, Other bits and bobs. Pat's earrings. Oh, uh, one, of, one of Patrick's trilbies. Barbara Windsor. She's in there as well. Just oh, the stolen. Gone stolen. too soon. <laughs> Stolen from us. Some will say that she had a cancer storyline and she died. Others will say she's in the crack house. She's still alive in real life. Is she? Do you think she was dead? Yeah. No, she's still alive. Why do people kicking. choose to leave EastEnders then? It's time for everyone's favourite feature. I lied. We are still doing it. It's Albert bloody bear off. <laughs> right. Last week I asked the public, uh, who do you want to see Adam, the dentist, fight in the ring? They had a choice of Big Ted from Play School. 
Little Bear. An Adam-sized gummy bear. <laughs> or the sun bear. Mm-hmm. The folks are in Amelia. Nice. Adam is here. He's naked. Yeah. I have to say every week, I have to confirm, he's naked and oiled. Some would prefer you not to, but... I can tell you now, Big Ted, he's out. How many percentage? Zero percent. No, no one wanted Big Ted. Do you guys not get play school? It's quite an established bear. career. It's quite an established bear! Yeah, he's quite an established he's bear. He's quite an established bear. He's, he's just been ignored by the public. That's really hard for Big Ted. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, and the other bear that won't be fighting this week is the sun bear with 17%. Uh, well, I mean, he's slowly but surely people are behind <laughs> us with the sun bear. One week okay. he will be in. So, so little bear between little bear and Adam-sized gummy bear, <laughs> and we said red for rage, <laughs> and that's important. Yeah, with fifty percent of the public vote. Oh my god! And in the ring against Adam the dentist, half the people wanted little bear. Adam-sized gummy bear. What? <laughs> <laughs> How much does little bear get? Thirty-three percent. Guys, vote for little bear. <laughs> Adam, skeezy, oiled up, grease bag, scumbag of a human. Okay, almost so oily and so manipulative and so sleazy that he's the exact opposite of the sweet and gorgeous red Adam-sized gummy bear. However, the gummy bear, very soft, very easily malleable. So I am quite concerned that Adam, who, you know, looks like he has time to work out because he doesn't go to work anymore, has a lot of time to just, like, beat down the, the gummy bear. You are ignoring the fact that the gummy bear could probably absorb Adam. Well, I'm just about to say that. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I interrupted so there. But, but I was just, I was, why are you going to ignore the fact that no, no, the, no. the Adam-sized gummy bear is gummy? Well, that's what I'm saying, is that the brute strength that Adam would try and display, because he's just mm. been you know, rejected by Habiba, and he, he wants to impress like her, and he wants to impress Annie, is that he'd obviously go in hard on the gummy bear, not realising that every hard blow that he delivers the gummy bear sinks well no it sinks his fist further into the gelatin do you think he's you it, dep- is it, it depends how cold he is because if the gummy bear is warm, warm he summer. will be more malleable but if he is cold it will be more like hitting like a, a something rubbery well, and he will just summer. he will just bounce off I appreciate that but um, is, I just we... want to give the ideas here as well. I'm not I, here I, to give the verdict I'm here to give listen, the ideas if this was if this was Christmas time if this was a Christmas themed fight I would absolutely be agreeing with you, but unfortunately it's not. So, what I'm going to say is that every time... It's, it's warm, it's hot, the gummy bear's a bit sticky, a bit melty. He's still keeping his form, but instead of bouncing off the rock-hard gelatin, it's actually being... He's cutting straight through the insides, but actually not being able to pull himself out because it's that hot, it's that like wet, yeah. that the gelatin actually just starts like covering his arm and he can't pull himself back out. Right. So then he tries to... like. He tries to get the other hand and like hold onto the gummy bear and pull his other arm out. But yeah. by doing that, the gummy bear actually grabs his yeah. arm and pulls it inside pulls of him, him in, as yeah. well. Now, now he's open. And now just... he's got like just two arms and he doesn't know what to do. He starts kicking him. Same issue. Yeah. Adam, he's very, you know, very uh, believes in himself too much, thinks he can get out of it rather than actually listening to the gummy bear and to Honey, who's screaming by now. You yeah. Know, stop fighting, yeah. stop fighting. Yeah. So he goes, no, no, I can get out of it. Uh, and it's just absorbed into the gummy bear. And what happens is we actually, over time, we, we leave. But over time, what, yeah. ha- what happens to Adam is that he's broken down, almost like um. I would have thought he just suffocated, fly. like the gelatin would just block yeah, his airways. Yeah, he does, but, like, but um, like a fly in a praying mantis, uh, the gummy bear's fluids just yeah. eventually break. Because it is alive down. at the end of the day. Yeah. The bear is alive. Yeah, that's how it fights. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. It, so it has to operate somehow. So that gelatin must, you know, it digest. Is so yeah, so the amount of sugar, uh, and that's that brilliant breaks because down... Adam the dentist being defeated there by, by sugar, by sugar, his, his worst um, enemy, his worst enemy. Yeah. So so yeah, so he just so the gummy bear does walk around for six to eight months with Adam inside Adam's corpse, and then eventually it is broken down and absorbed as you know, as feed and fuel. You heard it here first. Adam the Dentist loses to uh, an Adam-sized gummy bear this week. Red gummy bear. Very important. Amelia, next week, who do you want in the ring against the bear? Cherie Truman in then. Or Sherry Truman. Sherry Truman. Fresh into the square and fresh into Albert Bearer. She's sassy. She's sexy. She's confident. She's fit in every way. (laughs) I want to see her against a bear. Right. So my bears that I'm choosing... Number one, Baloo. 
famous, of course, for the Jungle Book. <laughs> um, we've also got Ted from the film Ted. I thought you meant Ted wise, in the bear costume. Wisecracking Seth MacFarlane animated Rude bear. Rude Ted. Rude bear. Um, the John Lewis bear from that Christmas advert one year. Okay. And lastly, I am going to put the sun bear in. <laughs> so, uh, we'll put the Twitter poll up. Decide who you want to fight in the ring. Um, and then, I don't know, we'll do the feature again next week, as we do every week, because we, 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 we run dry. The river <laughs> is dry of ideas. It's not. It's no, like we, Albert Bear off. We had that one that Carl did as well, the um, Ruby DBD. <laughs> We've got Miss Genders now. We've so got Miss Genders. People that don't fit into a family are called Miss Genders. I could bring back East and the Center nah, at whatever. any point, but it's just a lot of effort. Listen, we do that for special occasions, like the 100th anniversary, 100. or when we get a sponsor. We'll do it every 10. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so every ten weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's okay. spin the wheel. It's the Truman. Oh, I thought you were going to see another family. <laughs> um, so Sherry has arrived, and immediately Denise does not like her, and I don't understand why because Denise isn't. Maybe because Sherry is probably about the same age, a lot more attractive, a lot more fun. Uh, oh, just okay. a lot so more entertaining like, on screen. So what I was concerned Everyone's about... warmed up to her immediately because she just seems like a bloody nice woman. I was concerned that she was like developing feelings for Patrick, but now I see she's just concerned about her spot on the show. Of course, yeah. Okay, so she gives Jack an amazing um, hot shave to the point <laughs> where did... Jack looks so happy. Orgasmic, that... even. Yeah, so I'm like, so <laughs> not only can Cherry hot shave... Denise's boyfriend better, but can also probably give him more pleasure than Denise ever you has. You know that Sherry would rock Jack's world, and I, for She's... one, would pay to see it. Oh, uh, disgusting. Perf. Did you steal Kathy's undies? She's a better interior decorator. Like, I did turn to you when she um when she changed the be- the kitchen and the lounge room around, and I did, did say, you did agree it just with Denise. doesn't make sense. Listen, I love the idea of the table being near a window, but it doesn't make sense that you're preparing food, and then you're just going to carry it all the way through the lounge room to get to the table. Like, that's a lot of options I see that, but for also, spillage. Also, I think what you're missing here is the kitchen doesn't actually have any windows or anything. It's a very blocked-in room. Mm. She put the table over by the bay window. So imagine, like, you know, Patrick and Sherry, they're sitting down for a nice Caribbean meal. Of course. You know, that she's cooked. They sit down, open the blinds up, looking across the squares they eat, looking into each other's eyes. They know they're going to fuck straight after as well. I was going to say, do you think they're actually Denise also like, closing <laughs> the blinds and then just like going to town on the table? I mean, because they are at it everywhere. Denise All was, the time. Denise was opening kitchen. doors and just seeing like... In the kitchen, Denise, they were just suddenly like, you know, pulling their pants up. <laughs> Denise said, I cook food here. And I said, well, since when? Because <laughs> we only ever see you eating toast. Uh, Sherry went into Denise's workplace and just did everything better there. Yep. Patrick was like, this is what I tried to tell you, man. And she's also successfully um, got Patrick away from the allotment, which is what Denise has been trying to do for ages as I well. know. Sherry is... I said this during the week. They've brought in some cracking characters lately, yeah, right? I've I like even Sherry. I've even warmed up to Habib and Ikra at this point. Yeah, I like... Because you know, they yeah. went through a period where they were just in everyone's way all the time. Yeah. And then they put them in that restaurant. I was like, oh, well, this is a bit They've finally rubbish. got storylines now, which are suitable for them. They're and not now just I kind feel... of in the background of other people's yeah, stories. Yeah, Habib is quite a cool character. She's not bad. Ikra, yeah. I think, is going to get there. Yeah. Sherry, though. Sherry! <laughs> a knockout. She's... On a palm of stew for me. Last year we had stew. This is the year of Sherry. Do you think that um that she's going to come good, or do you think that she's got a uh, a secret? No, a, I just a dirty secret. I'm just happy that you know because EastEnders Weekly they went out of their way and they backed Gray. They were just putting pictures up of him in like tight t-shirts and saying, "Oh, he's so attractive. Oh, brilliant, Gray." Now I can I can I'm happy because I can go Sherry, brilliant. Because no matter what she does. She's not going to be an abuser. She's well, not. We don't abuser. know that. How do you know Come that? Come on, they're not going to. They're not going to do two storylines that close to each other. I'm safe. Well, she might be I an emotional say, abuser. If she if she wants to well, murder to someone, Denise that's fine. Because nice. nothing they can do now is as bad as Grey beating Chantel. Yeah. She's in the clear. I think that to me, I think that she's um she's playing at something, although I don't no, know what it just, is yet. Just... Because like Patrick's not wealthy. I mean, why would you ever move from beautiful? Um, beautiful tropical Trinidad to dreary East London. So I'm not quite sure what she wants, but I think there is something that she wants. 
Not to say that I don't think Patrick's an amazing guy. I just think Sherry is like, but Sherry. You leave Uncle Pat alone. I know, but look at Sherry. She cooks, she hairdresses, she hot shaves. She's a gorgeous woman, an amazing figure. She's got a libido for days. Don't tell me that she's in love with an old man like Patrick. An amazing old man. (laughs) And um, the the top tier of el- old men, the best yeah. man on well, the square. Well, it's either him or Ted. Oh, the best <laughs> man on the square altogether. Better than Phil, better than Ian, Whoa, better than Matt. Whoa, don't with the, the old men. Yeah, but this sexier, He's back. sexiest. <laughs> Se- you know what I mean? Like, definitely as, elibu- as eligible bachelors of the square go, it's either Jack, who's already with Denise, or, or Patrick. I mean, but I Patrick... just don't think that Sherry is seeing Patrick, the eligible bachelor of East End, and going, yes, please. She could have her pick of the whole of London. The last thing I want to talk about on this storyline was, again, just Ted being shoehorned in. We had him shoehorned into a storyline a couple of weeks ago where he just was looking over a fence. Now he was just in the pub and all he said was, Oh, I guess I won't see you as much now. He's This is why him and Bernie got on so well. They're the same character. One's just an old pensioner and the other's <laughs> a horrible little girl. And they're both the same attitude of, oh, me, give me attention. Yeah. He literally killed his wife being like it. Like, she was safe enough of it, she decided to die. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did everything. She went and got the food every day. She cooked for him. She sewed up his trousers. Yeah. Everything. And it got to a point where she was like, I'm going to die now. Yeah. And I'm going to live in that sewing machine. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm fed up with you, you boring and old cunt. God help me get to a charity shop so I can get adopted by someone else. <laughs> So, the last family this week. It's time for the Mitchells. I... Featuring Keanu. Keanu! My disclaimer is that I am so on board with Keanu going to prison. (laughs) Honestly, like, I cannot wait. And I know that, you know, through our conversations, I will disagree with things and it might seem like maybe I don't want Keanu to go to prison. But I want you to know that my end game and my end goal is to see Keanu... With fingers and with Mr. What was his Mr. name? Phillips. Mr. Phillips. Yeah. I want to see him in there because that will give him a personality again. I just think, like, he when came he into the, the show. When he went on the tube, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we started watching this and Keanu was out and about, you know, we loved him. Oh, he was, he was bedding women. Because, yeah. He was like, he had he had a moral compass, but he had, he had a, ch- but he like also a chance would, to go would, down different yeah, alleys. Yeah, he would go dark. Mm-hmm. He is a young Phil at heart. Yeah. And then they just ripped that away from him. And he's this little goody two-shoes. Even his wardrobe is transitioning. He used to have black leather jacket, black tight top, black trousers. Now he's got like those really weird light-coloured jeans on. <laughs> type like tees, but not all the time. And I'm like, come on, Keanu. The last time I really felt like, yes, Keanu, was where him and Phil were walking down the road dressed identical. Yeah. I was like, the boys are Back. Why is Keanu here if not to take over for Phil? <laughs> I don't know. He's pointless. Do you think point. that maybe like the storyline will be that Ben gets inside Keanu's head so much? Oh, God, I wonder where that was finishing that so sentence. <laughs> that Ben gets inside Keanu's head so much that Keanu turns bad because of because of what happens when He's, he tries to be straight. Keanu will be Ben's creation. Yeah. So you Ben ruins my end game. So like. So Phil... It's um, always been so, about you, so Keanu. Keanu. takes over... No, no, Keanu takes over Phil in the end. Um, and Ben accidentally creates him. So he's kind of like <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. So basically you what happens is... You have to thank me for a lot. Phil's pu- pulled out of the pit. Um, he's got severe brain damage. <laughs> not um, for long, though! Not he's for long. back, boys! He's awake! <laughs> a day and a half later and he's fine. Is as- Talking, you can't keep him down. Not, like, no, like, very limited memory loss. Like, he remembers about half an hour before the attack. <laughs> I mean, I've had, I've, heard, I've seen people that have scraped their knees like no less than him. Um, and we all went. So then we have Sharon and Louise, very upset, very, um, very concerned. Uh, we have the police swarming around. We have that young DCI who wants to make it a mission to, yeah. to capture someone. And then we have Ben twiddling his fingers, Mister Burns style, and instead of saying excellent, he goes Keanu. <laughs> And he's just dashing about trying to convince everyone who and anyone who would listen that Keanu was the one that attacked his dad. So the first thing I want to pick up here, you've summed it up nicely. Keanu's acting ability. I've ripped it all week. Oh yeah. He does one of two things. We did we, it we today say, on we said down this, the road. <laughs> We say it a lot about a lot of actors, like they have different traits that they, they do on screen. Keanu is two things. 
when he's talking and it's a bit uh, higher pace, his hands are everywhere in front of him. Yeah. Both of them and like making boxes. Well, what up we and said was round. that he's the epitome of like I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah. So he's just he may as well just have them in the air. Like, just, like, waving them around. Then when it's a bit of a softer scene, or one way he's being questioned, or one way he wants to talk to Louise about something sensitive, he has one hand under his armpit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the other one does just a little bit of, like, pointing. Yeah, just A little bit of left and right. And I just... I don't... I can't not see it now. There's not a scene I've seen this week where he hasn't done that. He can't help it. It, it, I don't... I think he just genuinely doesn't know what to do with his hands. And now he's gone. Oh. With Louise, they're both so we don't have to watch that I mean, misery anymore. Don't mean that don't cringe. mind about Louise, don't mind about Keanu, but so close to getting a good storyline out of him. <laughs> so close. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about Ben. Oh, ben. let's talk about Ben. I've come a uh, full one eighty. You have loved Ben from the start. I don't like, didn't like. Him. It's because I love every incarnation of Ben. Why now? I love little Ben. I love the Ben slapping people down. I love the spoon. I love little geeky glasses Ben who killed Heather Trot. I love little. The other one that fucks off to France with the money. I like this Ben now. <laughs> and this Ben? This Ben oh. has got something going for him because he <laughs> he doesn't know whether he's coming or going, basically. He can't decide whether he wants his dad to be dead, whether he doesn't want his dad to be dead. Does he want Keanu to have done it? People think that he's done it and he's really upset and hurt I even just, though he does I, want I, to have I done love, it. I love the fact he's walking around the square going, you know, Keanu did this, don't you? <laughs> and and, then, and Keanu and goes, what? And he goes, oh, didn't know it was you. <laughs> but he says that to people and everyone just seems to turn around and go, Ben, you did, and you went, what? What? I would just say that. He's my dad. <laughs> I've just got written here, I'm always the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, you are. But Literally. <laughs> but I think he's doing a fine job of it. Like, I don't think that he's amazing. Like, I don't think it's Oscar worthy. But I genuinely believe that this guy is... The acting on EastEnders is not Oscar worthy. I think that Ben's... Daily Star, you heard it here first. Whoever's playing Ben is doing a bang-up job. Max Bowden. Of someone who is trying to both get his dad to die, also get his dad to love and accept him, convince other people that um, he didn't want his dad to die, even though he does want his dad to die. He knows who killed his dad. But they think it's him, and he's really upset that they think that. And he can't but he say also he can't say that it's the other people. He can't say it's not him. Brilliant. Just... And he's got so many balls up in the air to the point where he goes <laughs> into the hospital room after he gets kicked out by Sharon. Essentially, goes back in and leans over his dad, where he's like he's really angry. <laughs> tries to kill him by holding onto the mouth tube. Um, that's a technical so, term that is so, mouth tube yeah, <laughs> so long with the exposition though just go in like why do you if there's a massive glass window next to you with heaps of NHS at stuff, least close the shades like, not even that just walk over sit down make it look like you've got your head in your hands or something don't lean over him talking at him and then start grabbing well, the he has to tube. give off a, he has to tell Phil his sense to plan first of course well, even though he's unconscious but then um, so then Jay rips him off uh, because um, oh, yeah, what, Lola, no, Lola rings him and says Ben's going to do something awful. Yeah. And they have this whole heart-to-heart while Phil and basically... I liked it. I thought yeah, it was really yeah, good. There's a lot of people that talk on the, the Reddit page and stuff and say, oh, that scene between Billy and Honey, amazing. And you go, was it? This no, one? I you you this came one. out and you were like, Jay and Ben! I like that. I, because it genuinely looked like that. Like, they... I don't know, there was like something about the shots, the acting, the, the fact that this... I thought the script was alright as well. But what I said to you was like, we had so many shots of Phil waking up that I half expected that in like the bottom left-hand corner, Phil just to like raise up while they're having their full-on conversation about how they almost tried to kill him. Yeah. And it was just like... Uh, it, was, it felt like he was just going to like pop up and be like, hey. <laughs> it was framed between them perfectly, yeah. Well, he was framed between the perfect. <laughs> it was like they were like head part. to head. They were head to like touching forwards, weren't they? Yeah, it and was, you it could just see Phil below them in the background. <laughs> it's someone's screensaver right now. Uh, let me just run through some of the stuff from Ben that I liked of course. Um, because I've, I've got notes about Ben as always. I can't. But he had an argument with someone, and he got really heated, and then he came out of the house and he threw two bins over. <laughs> that was that was classic Ben for me. Uh, the complete anger. Was, Again, was Bailey really upset because she had to come over and resort? <laughs> yeah, she was upset about that. He's in such two minds, yeah. and it, when he comes <laughs> to like the camera, and he's like, there's like a low angle from like behind bars of him. Oh you yeah, can up, see in his, from this. Yeah, you can see in his face 
Ethan the actor doesn't know what he's really doing. Like he's like really just goes saying that he's angry here, but also here he's not that angry. <laughs> yeah. I think the only time he was relaxed was when he was playing a game with uh with Lexi. With Lexi, yeah. He like came in and were like just having a chat about a book or something, wasn't it? And that yeah, was the only time he actually looked relaxed. Because he <laughs> like... knew how to act that one. <laughs> so I'm neither angry or confused. <laughs> there is the whole like monologuing to to Phil after the whole Jay incident, or was it before? The, I don't know. Some point during that, and he said, "Are you proud of me now?" Hey, <laughs> <Eh? laughs> and he gave this little way after like a little hey, <laughs> and I described it to you much like. Uh, when Simba is cornered by the hyenas. Back to Lion King references, you know, mm-hmm. we make this uh, thing on the show, um, where he's like giving off a roar and it's like a little little pussy roar. And then he does it again, it's Mufasa in the background, but he thinks it's him. That's how it reminded me, like, hey? He just wanted like, him to say it again and Phil go, Arr! <laughs> and then Bill gets shocked. <laughs> he thought it was him. <laughs> we In that argument you just talked about with Jay and Ben, uh, Jay says, what? When did you get so dark? <laughs> I know, where's Jay been? We've had we had that conversation as soon as that line came out of his mouth. Like also it's ironic because Jay literally works at a funeral home. And so like, yeah, okay, you know, pot calling the kettle. But also Ben came back with a with a dark plan. <laughs> like he basically came with a black cloud over his head and was just like, Oh, whenever I'm Ben's in trouble. the show, there's something afoot above <laughs> Phil in bed in the coma. On the bed frame, it just it just says evolution. Oh, evolution. <laughs> Which I is just another evolution I- of Phil Mitchell. I just love the idea of the foreshadowing of you just can't keep him down. No, he, true. He, oh, he's dead, is he? Yeah, for a day, maybe, in a coma. Not even. Then he's back. And he's proper back. Stronger. Chat he's and... had a clean shave. shay has been in there. She's clean shaving him. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, who shaved him? Because he had a bit of... Probably. Why? Because they probably wanted to have a look at his head, maybe. What the neck, the mouth area? They might have been doing his head, and they just thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, that's do you work in a hospital? I, do yeah, I, do. <laughs> I have a genuine question though. Was that Steve McFadden lying in the bed? And just hear me out. Are EastEnders truly going to pay Steve McFadden like the multitudes of money? Like we've already established, it's not as much as Coronation Street or Emmerdale. But it's still quite a lot of money for a, the Phil Mitch, the Phil Mitchell that they've had. He must be one of the big earners. Yeah. So are they Him really going to accept that he's going to be lying in a bed for a day and a half's worth for the whole, you know, a day and a half's worth of shoots where he's just in the background? And also, is he willing to do that? Like, do you really think that Steve McFadden either could have a day and a half off, or goes, "I'll give you twenty minutes of a shot." <laughs> And then I'm going home. I'm not coming I in for the day. I him in the bed. I think if there's one scene that, that Stephen Fannin does want to act, it's him sleeping. I think like, he looks he, like he it. He probably comes in and they said, all right, Steve, you're going to be in the uh, coma today. And he goes, so I'm just laying there. And they go, yeah, you're just laying there, just eyes closed. I ain't got a drape and I get, <laughs> I get paid. Yeah, just just in the bed, mate. Just Not for long, just a couple of days and it's going to be uh, the tubes on you. No tubes. No, no. You got the tubes in because you're in a coma. It's like it's gonna cost you extra. <laughs> no, you're you're on a contract, Steve. So I'm you got saving a, up for my trip in the bed. <laughs> I love the idea though because, um, of course, they are all in like Mallorca or somewhere. You see those pictures where they're just like it's all Keanu, Jay. But it's all the Mitchell for some reason. They love and they're it. all Mallorca together. All meeting up. And I really did love the idea of like. If Phil was going to be in that coma for longer, and then suddenly he comes back in like a month or two, and he's got he's got a full tan, <laughs> where he should be on the and Sharon goes, "You're looking a bit tan." He goes, "Yeah, uh, coma." Hospital does <laughs> those things to you, you know. You wouldn't know. You ain't been in. <laughs> yeah, I have. I was literally in. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coma stuff. That's it's just what, what happens in the coma. <laughs> you haven't been in a coma. You wouldn't know. I've been in coma. Coma. It would have been good. Where's that I just, Hawaiian I shirt genuinely... from, Steve? Why have you got a little, uh, a little donkey under your arm? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it was. Coma. Steve. The only other option, of course, is because Stephen Fan and Phil Mitchell is in hospital beds so often because eventually the past does catch up to him, like that DCI True. likes to say. She loves it. That <laughs> um, <laughs> they have had to quite early on in his career, like um, build a prosthetic for him. 
and they've built a puppet Steve McFadden. I think that's what they've done. They've covered him in latex. They've yep. got him in for a day. Said Steve, this is going to save us in the long run. Yeah. And you. Mm-hmm. We're covering in latex. We're going to make a, a waxwork Steve, and that's going to be a hospital Steve. I think that you that's used in a lot more scenes than we think. As well. <laughs> like, like when he's in bed. Or when he's in the arches. But and like, and Ben's just yelling just re- at him, or Keanu's just yelling at him, and he goes, "Hey!" But he doesn't actually move or change. They can just get like a bit of string on the chin because it's just an A. They can just pull it. He goes, "Ah!" <laughs> it's just like the chin goes down. It's like a little like they have one of those like teddy bears that when they press on the tummy, it goes, "Hey!" And if you if you frame it right, so he's just a bit out of focus, it mm. looks perfect. Yeah. So I. He's got. They've got loads of voice recordings as well for it. BBC, if you're listening, please let us know which method you have been using. And then we've got Sharon, who oh, um, yeah. Sharon. Sharon's purple bag that ended up shockingly, you know, back on the kitchen table, and again, and she still doesn't just burn it. I know. I was yelling, "Burn it!" Like <laughs> you've. Sorry, I'm talking really loud, but you see that, like, you see that you've sent it out in the world, and it's come back to you, and it's something that you really can't afford to have floating around. Why on earth did she sit in a communal area where anyone could have walked in and up and behind her and stare at her little bits of paper? Why didn't she immediately go over to the kitchen sink, get out her trusty lighter, and burn it? Honestly. And she goes straight over to Hianu's house and accuses him of That's having anything to bit. do with it. She just went straight over with the little purple bag. You know then, do ya? And you didn't say she anything. Knows, this is what what... Sorry, what? I, I literally... She didn't even um, casually go... I'm literally being arrested every two minutes. I haven't really thought about anything yeah. else... Why didn't What's she? What's your name, uh, Sharon Louise? Oh. Why didn't she go over and say, "Did you have anything to do with this bag?" Because Keanu's a good guy; he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't lie. You know, Keanu. If he did know, would go over and just go, "So it's mine." Exactly. Two Keanu babies. <laughs> he can't in even one say his own Mitchell name. <laughs> Looks like I am the real Phil Mitchell now. <laughs> and then he goes into the, uh, the, the 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 room and just squeezes the tubes. <laughs> I'm Phil Mitchell he now. He the tubes as he like lines up Sharon and Louise next to the bed and like holds both of their stomachs at once. Would you like to uh, roll the thing again for Miss Skenders? I mean, we haven't got to roll it. Just it's Miss Gael. Bobby Bill. So at the start of the week or the start of his scenes, whatever, he's still like being told to serve Rainy hand and foot, right? Why are people still serving Rainy? I don't Why get is it. she even at that house anymore? I don't see Baby Abby anywhere near her anymore. <laughs> I'm sick She's of her. She's up in those duvets, you know that. Um, so she kind of like, he comes down the stairs and she's like, oh, get me a cup of tea. And Ian's like, yeah, get her a cup of no, tea, no, no, no. She's like, make me a full cooked breakfast, yeah. pay my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a really hard level on Mario Maker. Can you sort it out for me? <laughs> oh, I don't play DS. I'm more of a player. Sort it out, Bobby. Play the DS. <laughs> I don't like the, I don't like gaming. I'm, I'm more of a computer. I like coding and stuff like that. <laughs> but he, 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 he comes down the stairs and she's like saying to him get a breakfast and he looks like he's seen a ghost he looks like he's got a fly around him <laughs> yeah, yeah so he like stumbles forward and then just dashes yeah and that's never explained never explained is Why it because is he, he he's remembering killing Lucy there is that it is he remembering that Lucy asked him for a cup of tea <laughs> because <laughs> it was usually like there's a picture like of her around and that's why he's gone a bit funny but that was yeah, I'm sure. Maybe that'll hopefully that'll get picked up next week. There's two other Bobby bits. B- Bobby's bits, a new feature from Bill with it, <laughs> where we discuss Bobby's bits uh, every week. I don't want to discuss Bobby's bits. I'll talk about his storylines, not of anything course. else. You talk about his penis. No, I was talking That's about disgusting. his. Like, I was talking He's about his, his like Islamic bits. So like his Quran and his prayer mat and stuff. Uh, so he confronted a rude customer who started on Ikra, which can I just say? Was strange because what he's gone to a restaurant, he's had his meal, he's eaten it, he's gone to pay. The car machine's going slow, so she's like saying, "Oh, sorry, it's it's being slow today." And he's going, "Forget it, I'm not paying." I know. Can you do that? Because I'd love to do that next time. Because the car machine's a bit slow. Yeah. Well, I'm not going. I'm not paying. <laughs> I'm not paying. And then Bobby like came over and goes, "That was rude. Um, you will pay her." And he goes, "Yeah, you're right. Here's some cash." Angela apologized. Yeah. He had cash, Like right? me, I like to keep my cash for times when you cannot possibly pay by card. Well, that was it. That was one of them. It was playing <laughs> up. And I hope he got double charged. I hope that did go through on his card. Yeah, and I too. hope that that cash stays in the hand as well. Uh, the final segment of Bobby's Bits is Rainy 
holding the Quran and going, what have you done? She and then puts Bobby... it on the floor and he's like, can you give it back to me? Please? I can and understand she's like, it. Wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. I... Little baby Bobby, Bobby wants your Quran? Like, what the hell? I did. I didn't know that the Quran can't so I, I didn't know that either. So I can't understand that she wouldn't know that. I think it's like that. a holy text. Like, you don't just chuck your Bible on the floor. I don't think there's anything about a Bible being on the floor, but no, I, I, I didn't know that. So I've learned. Islam has taught me something. that they It's against the, the belief for it to be on the floor. But I can understand that Rennie wouldn't know that. But then you just give it back, or you just pick it up at that point. I you don't just, like, laugh better. at it, literally spit on it and stamp on it and go, ha, 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 ha. I've got one better. Down with his love. If it were me, yes, I would just give it back. But if it were me, I would also not go through someone's bag. Also, please no one cut down with Islam out of this podcast oh, and make God. it a, a snippet of what I'm about. Because <laughs> that's out of context. But that's what it feels like that Rainy's saying, essentially. No, it was. And then it was Ian and Kathy coming in from some day out or whatever yeah, they were. A mummy Ian day out. <laughs> yeah. And they look at the Quran and the, the mat and everything. They go, what have you done? This is diabolical. I know. I'm hoping that Kathy will be more open to it, but I am preparing myself. She for wasn't the worst. though. She was equally as shocked. Well, maybe she's just shocked because she didn't know. But like, but I am hoping that, like, because I mean, Ian's not been very friendly to the gay agenda. This is it. So... What's happened to this show? Everyone's anti-Islam and anti anti-gay. Well, they can't be anti-Islam because they have people celebrating Eve next Eve next door. That was a good scene between Ikra and Bobby, actually. That's, that's a nice integration. Yeah. Not like the integration we were getting when they first came in, where they were just being shoved in people's faces. Yeah. I'm warming to that storyline. I meant oh, to talk about something else as well. Oh, sorry, I sorry. left out the Mitchell, so I'll mention it now in the misc. Um, the black cap of stealth has been passed on from Alfie Moon Ooh, yeah. to Keanu. And when Getting past <laughs> all those police officers. <laughs> when nice. Louise... That's what Martin should have put on when he went to see Bex. Very true. Black cap of stealth? You don't, Danny, see... Go, you don't yeah. see anything. I was waiting for when Louise came up to uh, Keanu in the tube station. They did all the kissing again. Just get going. And it turns out it was Alfie. What? Wow. There was Louise. Take that, the mask no, that was kissing. Because <laughs> of the black cat. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were because of the... No, no, I'm, I'm Alfie Moon. Oh. Where's <laughs> Have Keanu? You seen my oh, he's over there. He's in the other black cat. I just can't tell the difference because you're <laughs> the black cat. Now, I was hoping that Keanu would take another black cat from his pocket. And stick it on her head and go, right. And, and then another have a little one. mini one and put it on her <laughs> stomach. stomach. <laughs> and he's looking around and he's shifting and going, right, let's get going. Another family and on the run. And he puts another black cap on the uh, the tube train. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a tube train that's gone missing. It's, it's off schedule. It should be one, but it's not. He does it to everything. Another, another family. one on the cap and he's just, another on the car and he's just driving off and no one can see Another it. cap on the cap as well. Another so now people don't even see that cap. <laughs> Another family, though, that's left the square that has no means of supporting themselves. Because, like, yes, Keanu is a, uh, a mechanic, but you can't just turn up to someone's house and be like, hey, do you want a mechanic for the day? And that's a lovely link back to the very start of the show, so I think we should end it there. Hey, Abner, who's your hot this week? My hot this week is Sherry. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Yeah. You decided that people. from the start, she's, uh, I can't. I can't. She's... she's Ha- making Patrick happy, which yeah. makes me happy. That's true. Uncle Pat's happy, I'm happy. She's moving the, the, the furniture around to make it a nicer living space. I agree with her. She's going. She's a fully trained hairdresser. They need that. Yep. She's supporting herself. She seems like a very well-adjusted woman. My heart is DJ Janet. She's just... <laughs> DJ Janet! DJ Janet! Woo-woo! She's performing at dark. She's... Um... <laughs> That was a, that's a bit that we dream. did. That, she's just what... supporting her dreams and, and like you know what, well done. A special honourable mention to Honey, to uh, for supporting her dreams, and that's the closest Honey will ever get to a hot. But mainly Janet, she she finds DJing at a summer camp. She goes, "This is for me." You're not. You're not. Adam. <laughs> just sleazy, sleazy scumbag, and I for one, I'm glad that he's currently being digested by a gummy bear. I'm going to give it to the doctors that continuously walked back and forth <laughs> past uh, the scene between Louise and Ben. Yeah. Because it was really distracting. They're having a conversation. That well, it's cor- a hospital. That it's, corridor it's not became, a set. It became the busiest corridor in the world. Welcome to the NHS. I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left. If you would like to hear more of us, you can find us on Apple iTunes Podcasts on, and you can also find us on YouTube at Bureau with the East Enders Podcast. You can get in touch with us 
on Facebook at Beal with it and Easterners podcast. You can tweet at us at bwi underscore podcast or email us at bealwithit.podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find out more about what we're talking about. If you go onto Reddit, you can go to Reddit slash True EastEnders, which is where we're allowed to comment and post things. <laughs> where we're allowed. Well, we, we we're allowed bent, there. So. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Tell me about it, geezer. Chills, they're multiplying, and I'm losing control.